Hi everyone, welcome to the latest Siddiqui Ramblings podcast. As the name suggests, the ramblings of the Siddiqui boys. You may have seen us on TV. I'm Basit Siddiqui. I'm Sid Siddiqui. I'm Umar Siddiqui. So hopefully you'll join us every week just to hear our general thoughts on uh, the world as it is and our little ideas about life in general. If you want to get involved, then feel free to. You can email us on thesiddiquisgb at gmail.com. Right, let's get going. Hi everyone, welcome to this week's Ramblings. Uh, Umar, I think you've chosen the topic for this week, haven't you? Yeah, this week I thought we'd talk about transportation, or specifically getting from A to B. How do you convey your fine selves from one point to another, be it work, shopping, uh, if you're going anywhere, what's the best way, and just some of the perils and pitfalls and the benefits of travelling, whether we like it. Good choice of topic. Is there a reason why you chose this one? There is. There's a very good reason. The whole thing stems from, uh, on Tuesday, I had a flat battery because I left my car <laughs> lights on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Bassett, it came to the rescue uh, with some jump leads. Well, he didn't come with jump leads, but he came and we jumped the car. And whilst I was sitting there waiting for him, which wasn't long, actually, you were, you were very quick. You were only about five, ten minutes. I had... um. Bonnie Tyler's um, I Need a Hero on in my car, yeah. and I think that that really helped. Yeah. I just drove, I mean, I ignored all speed mm. limits, if I'm honest, I just drove to get to you. Mad for it. Not really. <laughs> yeah. But he arrived like my knight in shining armour, yeah. Yeah. and we got it done. But whilst I was waiting, I was thinking, God, it's a pain, isn't it, having a car and having to make sure that everything is off when you leave it. And Absolutely. Then, you know, but this is uh, something of the past, actually, in a flat battery. You don't hear a great deal of this these days, in this day and age. So I suppose Umar is still a few years behind, isn't he? Uh, with the technology, I suppose, or, or the... I don't know. You, you, When was the last time you had a flat battery? Yeah. I've got a... I think it's been a good while, yeah. actually. We did have a flat battery on Mel's car, but that's because it had been standing still for ages, and they do tend to just die after a while don't they well when you go into damsel in distress mode at least once a year you have your annual <laughs> save me someone recharge me why is that i don't know because my car actually tells me that i've left something on but i couldn't hear it, it, it it's uh it because battery was beeps. low yeah no no <laughs> no, no, no. Was low. no battery was low uh when i left the car it beeped to tell me that you've left your lights on yeah turn them off but i didn't that. even hear it yeah wow because where I park is quite busy, so the sound traffic must have drowned out, uh, drowned out those beeps. So you were like really keen to get to work, weren't you? Mm. I was like, oh, forget any noises. I've got to get, I've got to get to work. Yeah, it's usually because I'm running a bit late as well. <laughs> right. oh, shit, I'm going to get <laughs> <Yeah>. sacked. <laughs> but as I was walking to the car at the end of the day, I heard this alarm going off. And I thought, oh, somebody's, that's a house alarm. It's really loud. Yeah. <laughs> this is the other thing about car alarms. They're very loud. And they're almost yeah. over the top, aren't they? Very hysterical. Yeah. yeah. And as I got close to my car, I thought, oh, crap, that's yes. my car. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's either tried to get into it yeah. or the battery's died. Because what my car does is when the power runs right down, yeah. the car, I think, unlocks and the 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 siren starts blaring. Oh, wow. To let but you know. Sh- but surely you still have battery power if it's got enough juice to have an alarm going off. This is exactly the thing. I was thinking, well, this that's wasting battery. 
Yeah. Well, not only that, it's advertising to all and sundry around that, look, I'm opening this car, yeah. help yourselves now. Yeah, yeah. If you can find jump leads, the start is, <laughs> yeah. you can drive off in it. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. But cars and me don't really get on. I would much prefer... Walking. Walking or using public transport. Mm. It would probably mean getting up a bit earlier. Yeah. Um, yes. But uh, what are your guys' thoughts on your cars and using them and... Yeah. Do you do you like it or do you... Well, like... my personal experience in the past used to happen and it is a, quite a, um, a traumatic time if, when the battery flattens because you think the world has ended. How are you going to sort this out? Yeah. yeah. And usually there's bad news um, even if it's drained because you left the traffic, uh, you left the lights on or mm. if the battery is on its last leg so you have to replace it. Yeah, it's not a good thing. And in my case, now, obviously, I totally rely on the car for work. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't be able to get to my workplace by any other means yeah. if I didn't have a car. So, yes, very important to me. But, of course, if, you, if you're if you a member as well or somebody like that, that yes. helps as well. So Yeah, what are your thoughts on being the member of, like, uh, AA or RAC? Because I was talking, after the, this thing happened, I talked to somebody at work. He says, no, you don't need that. You've got friends, you've got family. I said, yeah, but I don't want to always have to rely on them. Yeah. And it could be a big, it could be a major problem. You remember that phase where I was in a horribly, horribly cheap and I would go out of my way of not buying a car. Because yeah. if I think about it, I had the Corsa, mm. then I had your Vectra, which you pretty much just gave me. Yeah. And then the, I treated the Vectra so badly that it ended up, it passed this MOT one week yeah. and the following week I was taking it in and as scrap. Mm. Because something really major had gone mm. on it, and I got fifty quid for it. But I drove, I drove that to death, <laughs> and then um, I went through that phase of having a different car every month, didn't I? Mm. Because Dad, yeah, do you yeah. remember who my car salesman was? Yeah, our famous uh, butcher. Yeah. So basically, <laughs> listeners, uh, I went for a year of getting uh, cars, and instead of using a reputable salesman, Dad's uh, meat man, Dad's <laughs> yeah. butcher. On a side street, uh, not far from Uma's house, was uh, a well, he's a part-time car salesperson as well. Yeah, I mean, I must admit, although the cars didn't last long, there was yeah. always an excuse for something not working. Yeah, I remember finding um, a beef joint in the back of <laughs> one of the cars, <laughs> so that was quite yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, and his famous part exchange was that I'll give you meat supply for six months, or yeah. <laughs> rather than <laughs> yeah. rather than paying you for yeah. it. Yeah. A shoddy car and then like some niblets. I was happy yeah. with that. But I can imagine you taking it to a mechanic and going, "Oh, that's why it's not working. There's a sausage in the exhaust <laughs> pipe." <laughs> yeah. yeah, but yeah, so I went through that phase, and I would not have survived without the AA. Yeah, yeah. I think I was on first name basis with the the drivers then and the, the rescue people. Well, that's the best way to get your money worth out of the AA because most of the time. Uh, in fact, I've been the member of God knows how many years now, and I think I only called them out perhaps three times in entire oh, wow. my life history uh, of mm. cars. Uh, one time was when I put some uh, uh, petrol in the diesel car. Yeah, uh, That was one. And even then, that cost me. They said, yes, we'll come and rescue you, but because it's not a uh, accidental thing, it's your own doing, so we'll charge you. I think oh, I paid goodness. £300 for God. Uh, not only that, because you can't start the car. That's it. Yeah. Had you not started it? No, no. I realised because the sound is different. I don't know. Well, you wouldn't know if you, if you, uh, if you used to put in diesel and you start putting petrol. It's a very watery sound of fuel going oh, in. Oh, really? There. What? Yeah. So when you're filling up at the pump? Yes, yeah. Oh. 
So as soon as I done it, I knew I've done it. So I stopped yeah, here. Yeah. But by that time, it was too late. Oh, wow. So they came and they rescued me, no problem. And they, they took it back to the drive here. And then they left it outside for another car to come, the other vehicle to come the following day to drain the engine oil completely. So I had to pay for the contaminated oil as well. Mm, so it's not a, a, a good mistake to make. Well, it's the, it's the mistake is very good to make, but yeah, yeah, mm. it's, it's quite a, expensive. It's such an easy mistake to make. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I've never made it, but it is an easy mistake, isn't it? There should be something on the petrol pump nozzle that That's tells you that you you can't even put petrol yeah. in. It. Yes, you're right. The modern cars, very modern cars, have got that facility. They wouldn't accept the nozzle other than the right fuel. One, yeah. That's good. But going on to your original point, is it worth having uh, Lux FA? I think yes, every penny. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Have you not got it? I've not got it, no. You see, I did give them a ring while I was waiting for you. Mm. Yeah. And I said, well, look, I'm stuck here. I think the battery died. What's the situation? What can I do? Well, they said you can join them now. Mm-hmm. And I think it was £140 for the whole year. And then we can come out. Yeah. So I thought, <laughs> because I was, you know, when something goes wrong with your car, you immediately assume there's something major, there's a major malfunction. But I knew with this case that it could have only been a battery. Yeah. No. It's not like uh, the engine is. But my advice, Omar, my advice would be to join as soon as possible, honestly. Yeah. Because yeah. you had a, what they call gypsies, the, the warning already. So just do it. £140 man of your Stature. means yeah. is nothing. But aren't you then admitting that you're a bit of a wally? Yes. Why? When you join the AA. Nah. No. Nah. Why? And then um, the best thing is your logic becomes brilliant as well because when yeah. you know you've got the AA, you don't even try and do stuff. Like changing air freshener. Yeah. I don't change air freshener. <laughs> I ring AA and go, hey, my car stinks. <laughs> Come change my air freshener. No, I don't think they do that. Mm. No, no, no. But a few weeks ago, I told you I had a flat tyre. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And this classic thing where uh, it's that locking nut thing yeah, with yeah. the alloys and I don't have a clue how stupid yeah. locking nut works. I thought I'd got it this time. I was convinced I knew what I was doing. So I tried changing it, couldn't do it, tried for about 10 minutes and then got the AA guy out. And, and then I made him a sandwich, but it, the bacon sandwich burnt in the yeah. oven. So he was, uh, he was like, it was just a really bad day. Yeah. But it was just the whole idea of, um, I didn't really care that I couldn't do it because I knew that I had AA. Mm. And you reach that point. You kind of admit you're a Wally, but you get over it very quickly. Because yes. if you're paying for a service, you might as well. So you're saying you become quite complacent then when you join AA because you know that you've got a backup. Only with regards to the car, though. Yeah. I think that's all right. Do you ever phone AA and go, hello, R? <laughs> Hi, R. <laughs> <laughs> so going back to the mode of transportation, um, those are some of the perils of driving a car. Mm. But it's essential, isn't it, really? For us guys, yeah. it is, yeah. For us. What's the biggest vehicle you've driven? The biggest. Sorry, biggest one? Vehicle. I had that uh, famous Pajero, you remember? Oh, your four before, yeah. yeah. That, I love that. That was really It was quite good. Uh, yeah. Very expensive. Yeah, to sucked oil like nobody's business. Mm. Doing about 15 miles to, uh, to a gallon. Yeah. It's painful, that is. That was in my, really, the first time I had uh, midlife crisis, I think. That was your first, first of 12, yeah. I think, around yeah. now, yeah. 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 That's quite good. I loved that car though. That was a cool car. Oh god, yeah. When you were driving, people were looking at it. Weren't they? Yeah, and it was dripping with chrome everywhere. Yeah, yeah. It was, wasn't it? It was a cool car. You had to stand on a ladder to wash the roof as well, didn't you? <laughs> Did you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, there's a ladder with them, isn't it, at the back? 
Was there a ladder with yes, it? That's yeah. a car, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Got ladders with it. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I've most biggest a van. I've driven a van once. You do feel cool when you're driving yeah. a van as well, don't you? Yeah, because you can see everything. Aren't yeah, you? mm. you've got a very good view of the road and everything. Other than what's behind you, you can't see anything. No, you. behind you, but yeah. like yeah. you know, people are afraid of you when they drive around you. Mm. What well, you drove when we moved to this house? Didn't you drive like a lorry? Yes, you did, didn't you? Well, like they a say it's a box van, isn't it? Still a furniture van. It's yeah, but that was probably can, the biggest thing yeah. I remember. Yeah, you can still here. drive at your own uh, normal license. You yeah, yeah. It's tonnage of some sort, isn't it? So you can't exceed above that. Mm. Mel's yeah. sister, when when we moved from, <laughs> yeah, where was it? I can't remember. I was doing a big move anyway, and Mel's sister worked for a florist. The pinkest van you've ever seen. <laughs> so I was getting loads of wolf whistles using yeah. this van, and then I wind down the window. <laughs> yeah, you? but you know where you went wrong, dear. What? You should have had a, a blonde wig on it. I should have, yeah. I should have gone a whole hog. Yeah, and got exactly. a lippy on it and everything. Yeah. Implants. Yeah, I was going to go for it, but mm. I thought there's not enough time. Trim your beard just a little So, I mean, for a moving house, obviously, you've got to have some uh, vehicle, some transportation. Yeah. But what is. How far would you go to think, I don't need my car for this, I can walk this? Mm. Mm, or if yeah. there was a, a, a better alternative. Yes. Uh, yeah. By better, I mean cheaper and yeah. same convenience as, as you would have your own yeah. car. Very few places, I would imagine, mm. these days. Unless you're a shopkeeper and you live on above the uh, shop. Then yes. I think that's the only time of thing. Yeah. But you yeah. still need a van or something to bring the merchandise, wouldn't you? See, well, you, I mean, you, I think Dad relies on his car a lot more than me and you. Yeah, I think... We, what, we use train. I yes. mean, they say if I'm going to London, I'll use a train more often than not. Yeah. yeah. Birmingham, because I hate driving around cities. Oh, I would do that. I would. I used to drive to Birmingham, but not anymore now. Yeah. Um, but, I Because I think a train is a much better option. Mm-hmm. Especially Birmingham. Birmingham makes no sense. Yeah. Is it that Spaghetti Junction? Yeah. Well, that's in Birmingham, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Birmingham I don't get. I wouldn't yeah. drive in Birmingham. Birmingham confuses me. Is, yeah. um, but I'd say also, Dad, because your job, the nature of your job, you drive from place to place, whereas me and Uma, once we're at our job, we just set up... My car is part of my uh, profession, yeah. my job. My job. Du- one of my duties is to mm-hmm. travel to yeah. other sites. So, yeah. I hope you don't mind me saying, Dad, you know, a few years ago, something came in, didn't it, as a method of slowing people down? And you didn't. It didn't sit well with you, did it? Do you want to tell us the story about that? Yeah, yeah, I can tell you <laughs> uh, that story. I'm, I'm not proud of it, but still, perhaps lessons to be learned for others. Uh, don't speed. <laughs> 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 One lesson straight away. Yeah, uh, because the camera will catch you. Mm-hmm. And I did. Um, it was. I don't know why. When I get into the car, I'm in a different mode altogether. I, I know I've got to drive it, and somehow. Yeah. You, your brain is geared up to, if it's a red light, you stop. doesn't matter whether you're thinking or not, you mm-hmm. stop. Yeah. A similar thing. But things like cameras or your what speed you're doing is sort of become secondary. So you, you sort of aim at not killing anybody on the road or yeah. not, not crossing red lights. The rest is sort of, uh, you know, sidelined. So um, I had this habit of uh, speeding in areas where I should be, say, 30, and I was doing not a great deal, probably 35, 36. Yeah. yeah. And that will catch me. And I ended up having three points, which was maximum nine points. 
and I was only one point away from being banned mm. from your license. But I remember, yeah. like at the time, we, we were really worried. Yeah, Dad, I was. I Dad was. had to put post-it notes on his car saying, don't speed. Mm. <laughs> we think by yeah. that many points, he would have Yeah, that was the, before we had the Tom Tom of this one. Yeah. Which yeah, tell you the, the, where the cameras are. You put that post-it note over the speedometer, <laughs> so you had no idea what speed you were actually doing. <laughs> it doesn't really help. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was on the sort of, uh, by the ignition key and uh, <laughs> the door handle. Yeah. But I have to admit, Dad, I think in your defence, I mean, you'd gone how many years? I mean, when, what decade did you actually start driving in? Uh, no, it wasn't. It's changing the route. When I changed my working route, yeah. uh, sorry, yeah. my base from uh, City Hospital to Babington. That yeah. Was the one, and which mm. is A6 and you got three sets of uh, speed limits. So you have 30, you have 40, you have 30, you have 40 again. So you don't know where you are with it. So I'm not making an excuse. No, but even that, I'm not giving you an excuse. But at the same time, when I was learning to drive, I had always been prepared for, because my instructor told me, speed cameras, you've got to make sure that you follow them. So it was ingrained in me. <coughs> but you'd gone, uh, you'd, you're a different generation. You've gone years and years. Oh, yeah. Years speed cameras weren't even a thing. Yeah. So for someone to get used to that, I think I'd really struggle <coughs> to get, yeah. and as I say, I don't speed, but then everyone goes like the occasional one or two miles. Well, that was the case like with myself because yeah. I was never in, uh, say, oh, 50s or 40s. No, exactly. Even. It was always below 40s in, in 30, 30 miles. Yeah. yeah. But, but nothing was there to police it when you were younger. So yeah. you, for your generation, it you used to have it. Really yeah. difficult, yeah. Do you think the fine and the, the penalty should be like kind of index linked? So depending on how far you're going over the speed limit, depends on determines how much money they fine you. Or how many points? I think there is a thing to that. If you're going crazy over the top, then yeah. forget it. You haven't got a chance. Yeah, they can ban you. Yeah, they can ban you. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. then you've got that speed awareness thing as well, haven't yes. you? That uh, I'm not. I'm pretty ashamed mm. to admit that I've had to go on before. But yeah. come on, in my defence, though, I'm sorry. I was going 50 on the motorway. Okay. It was a 50 mile hour on a Sunday in the on the M1. Yeah. And I was going like 55 or mm. something. I think Kings of Leon was on in my car, and the, the shot of me on the camera yeah. <laughs> it was like me singing. Ah. <laughs> It wasn't good. Yeah, that awareness thing is wonderful. And guess what happened? Because I, I did go on one of those as well. Were you at the same one as me? Or were we a different <laughs> no, no, a different one. Because this, this speed business with me and the speed has been going on for about 15, 20 years now. Yeah. And no sooner I got rid of my nine points, uh, three months later I had another three points. Well, you've not, not let you listen at no. all, So you? I had a letter from the whoever it is to say, uh, here's the option, you can either pay the fine and three points, or you can pay the fine still, but go to... Uh, speed awareness. Yes. Yeah. So I said, no, that's a better option. I want to keep my glasses oh, yeah. clean. So I went there, and guess what happened? A you, week, week later. Please, God, no. <laughs> a week <Yeah>. later. <laughs> a week later. That's oh, got to be some kind of record. You need to be arrested. You know? <laughs> I, well, I didn't know this. Um, you know when I said that, you mind talking about it? I meant like keep it to a low level. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to edit so much of this out. Now. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, I got that, and I thought, Oh my God. But then I was hoping they might still be lenient and send me another one of those. You only say, allowed one. The speed awareness didn't work for you this time. Yeah. Perhaps you weren't paying attention. Mm. We'll give you a second chance. <laughs> but no. no they they slapped a big. It's almost big, like it's spitting in their face. Yeah. You get, like a week later. It's like almost like you drove out of that place. Going, Screw <laughs> you guys. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like the information hadn't actually embedded itself into your brain yet. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you should have used that as an excuse. Yeah, but I was thinking, Dad, you walk fast as well, don't you? Yes, I do. If there was fines for, for walking, sure. you'd you definitely they'd slap a fine on you for walking fast. Yeah. That's right. With short legs, I, I do walk quite. Do, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> when was the other day, and you just like marched off that fair that we were at. 
Oh, he does, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah. He does go for it. You can almost laugh just around the, the circuit. <laughs> <laughs> well, can you imagine, Mom, how she feels when with her? She she really gets frustrated with yeah. anything. Where are you going? What's yeah, wrong with the mission? Honestly, mm. sorry. And I think it, it's all stems to the human nature of people want to get from A to B very quickly. Yeah, mm. they don't know what they're going to do when they're. <laughs> yeah, no. They spend ages waiting for the yeah. for the other people, but at the same time, at least they're there. Yeah, yeah. but it's like a race with themselves, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, walking is part of the whole thing, isn't it? When you're walking, it's not just for the sake of walking yeah. aimlessly. Mm. It's always uh, aim at the end of it. You've got to go and complete a task. So that's the reason, probably. You walk fast to go there, do the job, walk fast back home, yeah. and job's done. So mm. I think it's just being efficient, yeah. super efficient in my case. But not when you, you know, when you go out, like, obviously Sunday, mm. Mal goes to her mom's house and takes Amelia with her. Yeah. So what I'll do is I'll go home, have some food, yeah. like a lot of chicken. And then I'll get bored with myself once I've done like a bit of schoolwork and stuff. Yeah. So I'll go for a little walk. Yeah. And there's something nice about just taking that walk at a really nice slow pace, mm. listening to some nice it, music. You're you're right there because that's different. That's the difference. There isn't an end task there. No, it? it's no. just literally I'm yeah. I'm doing it for yeah. myself, a leisurely walk, which is nice. Um, one last thing about speed cameras, and then we'll put speed cameras to bed. Have you seen these new not speed cameras, but you know when you drive past something. And the light flashes yeah. up saying thank you. Thank you. If you're yeah. driving under 30. That really works for me. I think. It mm. does for me as well. Yeah. I love that. I love that. You I almost feel like you are actually not breaking the law and you're yeah. doing something right for which well you've been saying. Yeah. And the other one, if you go a bit higher, it just says, oh, it shows you your speed, doesn't it? Yeah. And you slow down and oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah. I think if they blew a virtual kiss at you, that would be even better, <laughs> wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or they paid you some compliment. Like, you're a yeah. great driver. Yeah, yeah well, you're a very you... handsome driver. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, your driving is mm. as good as your looks or something yeah, like that. Like, hey, now put your seatbelt on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, there is certain situations that I've been in, driving-wise, that really makes me think about, why am I doing this? So, why am I going so fast? Yeah. And one of those is being on call. Yes. So, Dad, you'll sympathise with this. Yeah. When, you're on, when, when you get that phone call at 3 o'clock in the morning... Yeah. Say, can you come in and do this? Blah blah blah. Mm. Your your mind is immediately set. Right, I'm going to just bomb bomb yeah. it there. Do the thing and then come back and go to bed. Mm. But I'm thinking, well, whilst I'm doing that, the faster I do it, the more I'm setting myself up for something else happening whilst I come back home. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I see what you because mean. Because sometimes what I'll do is I'll go on call and I'll be called out whilst I'm on call again. And I'm thinking, well, thank God I didn't rush it, because if I had, yeah. that, <laughs> would bug me, that would bug me no end. Yeah. Yeah. And it used to, honestly. Yeah. Sometimes you get home, as soon as you get home, the phone rings again. Now that's the worst feeling in the world. That would be. You might as well have just set up camp there. Yeah. That's a bit, yeah, demoralising. That's, that's a good point, when we say when you're going out on call, um, you, um, you're speeding up. And I often used to wonder, what if I'm speeding at this time and the policeman gets me? Yeah. Would he buy my story? Uh, that's not happened. But what had happened, a similar situation, um, just to uh, give you a bit more information, I was on London Road, you know the part of London Road going towards the town. There's two lanes, one is for buses and the other one is for cars. Yeah. Uh, so, um, buses is usually empty and cars is hugely uh, congested. Mm. And I was on call that day for Children's Hospital, which is on the North Street. Yeah. And this was about four o'clock. So I was there. I thought, oh, God, this is going to take ages. So uh, at the mirror, uh, in my uh, back view mirror, I noticed a police car quite a bit further back. And I thought, shall I? Shall I? Because quite a people take a chance. 
So I did I did take a chance and I went to the bus lane and sooner I got there the policeman was right on my mm. back. Rightly bloody so you're right no yeah. evil can evil you are when you listen. So he stopped and he said, Do you know what this is? I said, Yeah, officer, look, I'm so sorry, but I am an emergency caller. Mm. You can check this, this is my belief. He said, All right, okay, in that case, follow me. Oh yes. So yeah. took the lead. I just couldn't believe it. Yes. Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. So he blue lighted you all the way to the hospital. Yes, yeah. Yeah. He should do though. Right. Well, Dad, can I just double check this though? You said you're going to the hospital, you're on call. Yeah. I didn't give all the detail what mm. I was going to do there. No, uh, no. Were you going to fix the light bulb? <laughs> <laughs> Had I mentioned that, probably wouldn't have <laughs> Exactly. But no, I thought, okay, doctor, yes, yeah, okay. Sure, sure machine, this is the emergency call, which is absolutely right. I was the emergency yeah. call out. Yeah, they didn't know what the emergency call He didn't do, yeah. Yeah. That's so sneaky. No, it's not it's sneaky. Not sneaky. I was genuine with, with yeah, telling no, them. The fact that it turned out to be... I didn't volunteer. So, oh, by the way, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to go yeah. there to unblock a toilet. Mm. <laughs> Did you put your fake stethoscope on? Because Amelia's been looking for that. <laughs> Look, any any situation where they bleep you out is an emergency. It's they don't yeah. bleep you out for a block toilet. Yeah. I remember lifts. You used to get called out for lifts. So yes. Well, yeah. Sometimes if, the, if a kettle is broken, they can't match a cup of tea. Yeah. <laughs> You're not helping yourself. <laughs> yeah. If you yeah. don't get arrested at the end of this podcast, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, Dark Horse, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> but via, traffic violations, serious traffic <laughs> violations aside, um, you got to from point A almost at point B, and then you've got the dreaded parking situation. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. See, to me, parking is something that I just don't... It's evil. It's, not, it's the whole reason why I don't like driving, because I know at the end of it, I've got to park the bus. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Mm. Are you a reverse parker, or do you park in a... I'm doing a lot of reverse parking these days, yeah. only because of where I park now. Ah, uh, right, yeah. Yeah, but um, I was uh, just reading something in the newspaper the other day as to how much time people spend actually looking for parking spaces and how much money... Uh, goes into that kind of stuff. What with regards to like how much they waste on yeah. petrol and stuff. How much waste on petrol, time, uh, fines, actual, um, yeah, the whole uh, in ins and outs of parking really. But apparently, uh, most the average human will spend about four hundred hours a year looking oh for a parking God. space. Yeah. No chance. Yeah. Four hundred hours. Yeah. And Jesus. if you think about it, that is that more or less rings true, doesn't it? If you yeah. haven't got an allocated parking space. Yeah. Um. The, the, you, you do end up spending an all in all you amount of time. You chump, yeah, definitely. Uh, so, just some figures here. £733, the annual amount spent by a motorist finding parking spaces once wasted time, fuel and emissions are factored in. Yeah. Uh, 40% of drivers say they avoid driving to shops due to fi- due to problems finding a space. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Shopping is the worst one. Mm. I find local shops worse than uh, supermarkets. Mm. The local shop parking situation is awful. And I don't know who designs parking spots. Because the uh, limit for only a few cars. Is there, is yeah, it? but it's, like, it's almost like they've designed them for an accident to happen. Mm. Whereas supermarkets, supermarkets is fine. It's all like nicely gridded and blocked and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Am I right in saying that they're changing driving laws as well? To They don't use 3.10. Well, they do 3.10 still, but they're reversing around the corner. Aren't they changing that to parking in bays now? Because they think that's more of an important skill yeah, to learn. Yeah, yeah. Because they, you don't do that when you're driving, do you? No. no. Or I'll tell you what else you don't do, multi-storey car parks. Mm. I bet the first time you drove on a multi-storey car park, you crapped it. Yeah. Do you remember which Terrible. one? Yeah. <laughs> At the end of the run, either up or down, you're dizzy, aren't you? Really? Yeah, mm. definitely. Yeah. I remember it was Lancaster car park, and I managed to make it all the way down without hitting anything. And then when I got to the end, 
uh, you got to pay, haven't you? Put the ticket in. Yeah. And I couldn't park it right to get the ticket in. And you have to get out your car yeah. and then unwind your window and like people are honking yeah. their horn behind yeah. you. Then you forget that you haven't actually paid. It's right faff, honestly, parking. Uh, parking is a pain. There's no sight as pathetic as somebody having to open their car door to put a ticket into the machine. But they don't do it the first time, do they? They try and you see the hand stretching, yes. trying to get it. Then they realise they're not going to be able to do that. Mm, and then yeah. they have to get out, unbuckle the seatbelt. The worst one, though, be the ticket machine is sort of on a curve. So you can't really park up right up to it, next yes. to it. You have to be almost a, a bent car to be yeah, able to yeah. do that. Now, similar thing happened last week when we were, last, last year we went to Spain. I told you about that, haven't I? What happened to the barrier there? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. So when you, um, you're in the rental, you get the car keys and everything and they give you a ticket to get out because mm. you're coming out of the compound. And this is Spain again. It's lovely, isn't it? So I put the ticket in and the barrier opened up. And then before I could uh, get back to my position to drive, the barrier came down again. <laughs> and then, I was about to sort of reach for the button to say, Oi, what's happening here? The barrier lifted up again. Toying with you. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was toying with me, absolutely. So yeah. I thought, sort this. So I timed it by this time that if I'm quick enough, I can probably, <laughs> by the time it's lifted and before it comes down, I can make it. Did you? So I was going to, I concentrated on that bit, but unknown to me, because <laughs> this is Spain again, the curves are about this high, about mm. four foot high. Oh, God. You know? So you got to be absolutely in line. So while I was concentrating to make sure that I don't hit the barrier, yeah. <laughs> guess what I did? Mounted. No, not mounted. I Spanded. hit it sideways. Yeah. So all the side of the car got really badly mm. um, damaged. So that's uh, that's another thing, you know, putting tickets in the yeah. barrier, uh, barrier yeah. control. I don't know if we class that under a car mishap or computers taking over the world. That's a different podcast, yeah. I think. I think it was the sensitivity of the barrier itself. I'm sure had I just kept my nerve, it probably wouldn't have come down. Mm. It's something to do with the distance of the, the sensor to see whether the car in the vicinity. If not, then the barrier goes down. Yeah, That's the idea. But it, yeah. it was oversensitive. So I'm not sure. but uh, So that's a different story. Yeah. <laughs> but it's needless stress. It is, anxiety, yeah. yeah. And the parking, have you noticed that when you're in a busy car park and you go in there and think, well, sooner or later somebody's going to leave and then I can use their space. And this particular time I was waiting and sure enough this gentleman came quite a nice leisurely walk, gets into the car. Oh, oh yeah, we're in here. That's yeah. not too far. I'm sure he's going to go. What does he do? He goes in there, takes his time, winds the window down and opens his lunchbox. Yeah. <laughs> it fills me with rage, honestly. It fills me with rage. Oh, no. It didn't even have the courtesy, look, mister, don't wait for me because yeah. I'm going to have a three-course lunch mm. here in my car. Yeah. Go and find this yeah. yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Honestly, the douche factor increases tenfold when you're in a car park. And the busier the car park is, the more douchey people mm. are as well. Yeah. Yeah. People just stop letting you go through or anything like oh, that. Oh, yeah. it becomes very personal, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does. And you always feel like you're the most uninitiated the most inexperienced person in these places don't you you always think that oh why everybody else seems to have got it together they found a space to... yeah. why can't I find a space <laughs> what's wrong with me yeah. What, yeah am I that disorganized that I mean my shopping isn't like last minute oh I need some fish I need to go and get it quickly yeah, yeah. I've, you plan it you plan it so mm. why is it that when you're at a car park or anywhere on the road you feel like the least yeah savvy guy yeah I know what yeah, you mean savvy. yeah savvy yeah you don't I, feel like 
you've been doing this as long as other people have. Mm-hmm. Even though there's probably like a 16 year old in the car next to you, he, he or she still seems like a bit more experienced than you. Yeah, I think it's because you've got that stress factor and you just want to get out. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. don't feel comfortable till you park. Mm. You get into that mode, you know, stressful. Oh, nobody loves me, and why I've got this fate in me. Yeah. Everything goes yeah. wrong for me. And then you just park in the middle of the road and then just walk off home. Yeah. Yeah. You do with Bill Bixby and just leave. The next thing is you're going to get out of the car and punch somebody in the face yeah. straight away for no reason. Road rage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have you experienced the road rage then? Well, road rage is a totally different uh, kettle yeah. of fish. That, that's a different story that's for a different, different day. Oh. Dad, dad uses reverse road rage. <laughs> Yeah. Road love, Dad. Dad uses road love. Yeah, but they know he knows what he's doing with yeah, it. Though. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's using road love to uh, <laughs> anger the other yeah. person. No, not anger. They diffuse the situation. You don't know, do. Diffuse, 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 diffuse the yeah. situation in a, in a in a very very sort of churlish way. Yeah. Confuse yeah. the situation, yeah. not diffuse. Yeah. Blowing a kiss at someone who's like uh, you've cut up. <laughs> yeah. So uh, hang on. Just going back to these figures. I love figures. Uh, Thirty billion pound is the total UK annual cost of time spent searching for a space. Paying for unused parking and being hit by penalties or overstaying. It's two phenomenal amounts of money. Like 30 here, billion? Yeah. Where did they get those facts from? He usually doesn't say where we've got these. Yeah, it probably something like yeah, DVLA or something. Yeah, there are lots of other factors, I'm sure. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah, yeah but London is the most uh, t- most time that you'll spend looking for a parking space in London. I mean, some places I wouldn't even contemplate driving, driving in London. Yeah. There's just true. no point, is there? Yeah. No. I mean, I find Derby complicated with this ring road system. Yeah, and tight parking spaces. Mm. Mm. The point is, what can you do about this? This is way of life, fact yeah. of life almost, isn't it? As long as you've got a car and people can't... I mean, another thing is there are more than one car per family now. Yeah. Or per yeah. household. Yeah. Uh, that's another thing. 30 billion, that uh, our UK's, uh, the whole deficit is only about 100 billion, isn't it? God. <laughs> So we only need three years to behave ourselves to pay that back. Yeah. Wow. That's insane. There are ways, though, of getting around these things, and uh, one of them is car sharing. Oh, yes. Would you car share? I wouldn't. I'm open to the idea of car sharing. Um, Mm. I don't think I could car share. Actually, there's a few teachers at school who work. Putting aside the practicality of, would you mind sharing car with anybody? Well, it all depends on how comfortable you are with other people Mm. in your car. Mm. My cars, you've seen my car. It's a bit of a mess. Well, that's a good thing because you'll, you'll make some effort to make sure you keep it clean. So that's a benefit. Mm. You get yeah. AA to do it. My car is dirty. AA, <laughs> yeah. help me. <laughs> yeah. I know what you mean. Mm. No, I, I had to have someone in my car the other day and I kept saying, please don't go in my car. Can't we take your car? Yeah. My car's really smelly. Yeah. And I got my gym bag in there as mm. well. I'm like, and they got a kid. When you got media there, I'm allowed to have a bit of a messy uh, these, car. These are really... <laughs> Feeble excuses, but said, if, well, if it came say, to crunch. Uh, the other day, there was a pita bread in my car. I didn't put the pita bread there. <laughs> that was Amelia put the pita bread there. And do you know whose fault that pita bread was? Yeah. Mum's. No, it's not. It Forgiving is, because everybody. every Thursday, we're leaving, and then <laughs> mum says, oh, Amelia, would you like a pita bread? Or would you like some chapati or something yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. She's not going to say no. No. But what will happen is, she'll look at it, Fall asleep in the car, and then I just got like a pit of bread and just landed there. Yeah, but what you fail to clarify here, the reason Amelia wants pit of bread, because she already knows there's a bit of old bit of kebab left in the car. Yeah. <laughs> she goes, yeah, I've got to finish that. I'm not, I'm not an animal. I need to eat it with pit of bread. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's got like a gourmet meal in the yeah. back somewhere, yeah. 
There is probably a three course meal in your car. <laughs> you in we had it all up, it, yeah. yeah. We had it all up. <laughs> but what about you, Dad? Would you car share? I think your dad would be a good car share. Yeah, well, I wouldn't mind actually. Providing yeah. the, the person that I'm sharing the car with is a, has a reasonable sense of humor, if mm. nothing else, mm. I think. Yeah. And it doesn't object to you occasionally, like passing wind or speaking. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you don't do that, do you, Dad? I do that a lot. In do you? Really? Yeah. I wouldn't deliberately do it, but it's call of nature. If it comes, it comes. Really. Yeah. My and issue would be. My issue would be singing. I like to sing in the car. Yeah. Yeah. So you'd have to find somebody as musical as you. Well, yeah. Oh, no, I don't. I don't sing well in the car, so I wouldn't want anyone to hear. It's not singing. singing. It's just screaming. Yeah. 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 Any mm-hmm. old rubbish that comes out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Basically. Yeah. I do that sometimes to keep me awake. Yes. Find, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've done that before. I just, I just go delirious almost, but just making strange noises like animals or different creatures or singing completely out of tune, which I normally do anyway, uh, but uh, more so in that. So that wakes me up. That sounds like the ramblings of a crazy person. <laughs> no, Why don't I just have a nap? <laughs> I do have naps, but... Because <laughs> yeah. I know you always do on your way oh, home. Oh, God, yeah, home, because it's a, it's a long journey over in a bit. And the problem is, if you had a busy day at work, particularly winter months, it's dark outside. Mm-hmm. As soon as you get in the music is running, uh, there's a fan running, mm, and yeah. you get it's just natural. That's sensible. Mm. That you've got to have. And the only way to overcome it, and no good people saying, "Oh yeah, you know, do this and the other singing or craziness doesn't <laughs> you need help." It, you need it. Yeah. So yeah, uh, so if you're car sharing with dad, expect him to like make emit strange noises. What kind of noises? Like uh, bird no, if there was and, another uh, person, you'd be fine. Because yeah. it's only when Stop you're on your own. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, you'd be talking to them, wouldn't mm. you? It's interesting that you bring that up, dad. Silly noises. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know you're going to mention it that you recorded me when I didn't accidentally. Record, didn't this is back in the day when dad <laughs> first got a mobile phone, oh. and he accidentally pocket dialed me. Whilst he was in the car, yeah. and the noise you were making, <laughs> and the singing you were doing, I can't even explain it honestly. Oh, don't bother, please not here. <laughs> I wish I wish I had that recording. Yeah, Look, that sort of a joke is all right to share at a party, but not no, here. Not here. <laughs> but I remember, like, you should have seen my face when I got the answer machine message. I was like, "Oh, Dad sent yeah. me an answer machine message. That's unusual." <laughs> and you should have just seen the look on my face because I was listening to it, and I kept smiling and I realized the, <laughs> the comedy gold that I had on my phone. <laughs> This is the best thing I've ever seen. You realise it's Dad's number, yeah. but it's an alien at the other yeah. end. What's yeah. happened here? I bribed you with that for a good while, didn't I? Yeah. 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 <laughs> and now I suppose you check that your phone is not able oh, to send any yeah. calls whilst yeah. you're driving. Yeah. That's an important thing to check. In that fact, is... I think that's why my battery went out because I was too busy checking out my phone and recording any, any of stupid my weird yeah. sounds. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. yeah, but uh, yeah, I wouldn't mind car sharing. Keep a nice. A clean car. Yeah, you do. Nice. Well, then you can companion. share the expenses. No, that's the thing. Yeah, that's the whole idea. Would you charge someone if you were a car share? Oh, well, well, you, God, you that's split the whole cost point, of petrol, don't you? I was looking at Uber driving the other day. You know, mm. Uber. Yeah. You can become an Uber driver, can't you? I wouldn't mind doing that. Yeah, yeah it, it's one of those zero contract, zero hour contracts, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But as a full time job, I wouldn't. But no, not as a full time job, yeah. but just like a little bit of money on the side. I think Uber driving would be quite cool. So how would it work? Because you've got a full-time job. Uh, I think you've got to get a special license for your car and you have to have a car that isn't five years old. It does turn out to be quite expensive. Okay. But then... And then you say, these are the hours that are available and if you get a call during those hours... I don't think it's a call. It's all done on an app, isn't it? So if the app beeps and says that there's someone in your area, do you want to take this? And then you take it. I mean, that's roughly how I get it. Yeah. Mm. 
I don't know if there's a call for it in Derby or not, but that's different, though, isn't it? Because uh, I know we're sort of going off a tangent. That's not car sharing. He's taking a big responsibility of driving. Yeah. yeah. Uh, actually, that reminded me. Car sharing isn't there a legality somewhere that you're carrying a passenger? Um, who's not insured? Who's not insured? So probably have to amend your insurance. I'm not sure. Don't know. There might be something to that. Yeah. Well, if you check that out, yeah. yeah. Car sharing. No, I've never. Because I have to have a different um, grade of insurance than you lot. Because I use car for work. Business, yes, yeah. Know, business. You would have to, wouldn't you? Of course. Yeah. Me yeah. too, yeah. Because I do on call. Yes, yeah. Oh, you do, don't you? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, what else have you got there, Omar? So, uh, so we recorded car sharing. Um, just generally, any other funny stories? Do you, what are you, what do you like when, um, when you're stuck in traffic and uh, do you look around and see oh, what's going on? I, I, I'm just thinking because I'm looking at my phone. I took a picture of this van the other day. Oh, I love yeah, seeing, yeah. I love yeah. seeing like uh, slogans on the back of vans. Yeah, normally, was... I wouldn't uh, take much notice. But if you're in a long queue, say yeah. on motorway, which is sort of uh, still, still yeah. and then you start looking around what other people mm. are thinking or doing, especially when there's a good pause where you stop the car and people get out and yeah. have a stretch. And everybody's keen to know what's happening at the front, so they'll start walking. <laughs> they don't even walk, they get out and they look, they look. and then get back in. Yeah, but they, they, they see where and they even probably go a bit for safety yeah. around the bend yeah. or something to see what's happening. Can't mm. see anything. Yeah. <laughs> human nature, isn't it? Yeah. It is human nature. I think people, when they're driving, they're very restricted on they're in their car, yeah. they're boxed in. You would never think of leaving it. No. Like the other day I was stuck in traffic and, um, I had this empty Coke bottle, and I don't like rubbish accumulating in my car. I'm not like you with the pitted bread and donut meat in the Oh, God, the amount of bottles i got in my car. And there was a bin over there, on the other side, so I thought, oh, well, I'm stuck in traffic. I'll just turn the car off, get out. That's quite Go across and just throw it in the bin. What happened? I didn't do it. Oh, you didn't do yeah, it? Because okay. it's just not normal, is it? People no, don't do things like no, that, no. Right. But, um, yeah, I, I think we're too, re- because we're too reliant on cars, we're too reliant on cars boxing us in, being yeah. in the car at all times. Mm-hmm. And stuff. I mean, the number of times you could drive to work if you were a bit early, you could just get out and just admire the scenery. Yeah, yeah, but no, we don't do that. We don't no, do that, we don't. do we? No, we and this is the whole the thing. This is the whole, I mean, this is kind of what the podcast is about. It's not just reliance, reliance on cars, it's the psychology of A to B. Mm. A to B. Yeah. And we've not obviously talked about alternative to the car. Um, obviously walking is one but yeah. c- local transport sometimes people like that and you know that's a different um, world altogether mm-hmm. if you're yeah. regularly going in a bus you meet people yeah. uh, you can it, it, without even actually having a, a conversation or a detailed dialogue about anything you get to know these people yeah. Somehow, yeah. don't you mm. oh he or she's going to the same place I wonder what she does she, yeah. she gets off there or gets off or if you've not seen somebody for a few days, yeah. you think, I wonder what happened. What happened? Yeah. I hope they're okay. Yeah, they're yeah. okay, yeah. Ashi will tell me lots of stories about... Uh, uh, characters uh, on the bus. Characters yes. on the bus. Uh, what people do and how... how. Uh, as I said, that's a different book. I don't know about you, but last time I've been uh, in a bus was must be about 15 years ago. Probably even longer. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. I, had, I had to do it a few years ago for work because my car was in for an MOT. Yeah. I just remember falling asleep in the bus. Yeah. It was so tiring and so hot. Mm. I brought music as well, but still, napkin. Mm. Mm. I do do it on nights out because a lot of the nights I go out in Nottingham. 
Yeah. yeah. So I get the bus into town and then the bus to Nottingham. Mm, yeah. And that's usually quite nice because you're just chilling. Yeah. Music on. There that's is quite nice. something about being not driving, just looking at the scenery. Because I noticed this distinctly with the uh, uh, train. Because if you say if you're going to Birmingham, and normally the train runs to similar sort of route to where the the A38 is. Yeah. Mm. And there are places that I've never noticed. But when you're sitting in the train, you say, oh, my God, I didn't really that, that factory is there. Because when yeah. you're driving, you focus just on that. Yeah. So that's a, that's an advantage from yeah. that point. Yeah. You need to look out of the world outside of your car window or your yeah. bus window. Yeah. And uh, public transport, you can do that a bit better, can't you? Yeah. That's interesting, actually. Me and Amelia were, and Amelia and Mo were talking today. We're going to take Amelia for the first time to Nottingham on a train mm. in the summer. Because, you know, Nottingham's going to have that beach thing in the centre. Uh-huh. So we've got plans because she's always on about I Amelia's mean, always on about going on a train. That'd be yes. brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. She's not been on a bus, so we'll take a bus into town. She's, she'll <laughs> yeah. love it. She the only time she's been on a bus is when we were abroad and we were getting to our hotel. Yeah. And she loves that kind of stuff. Mm. Yeah, well you need to get her acquainted with this sort of thing because when she's growing up now, uh, she'll be using buses quite a lot to uh, perhaps not to school but to go to other places. Yeah, where she's mm-hmm. town and things and stuff. Like that. Yeah, definitely. So she'll be using that and trains. Public and transport. Yeah. I used to. God, I don't know if you remember them, but I can't remember if you were part of the thirty three club or not. Did you used to get the thirty three into town? Thirty three club from here. Yeah, from Dad's house. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. They used to take a really tight road. Yes. Into town, like you talk to the roadway, and yeah. there's some really tight bits. And the spaces those bus drivers got through. Mm. You know when you're looking and you think, he's going to clip something. <laughs> yeah. He's going to clip the side of that car. Yeah. And they never clipped they never it. Do, no. And I just think, how do bus drivers learn to do that? That is like, To get that good at driving. Yeah. I think it's always one of these things that always looks worse from the inside than it is. Yeah. At the front. Yeah. Because you're kind of at the back of it, aren't yeah. you? So you're not seeing it swing around. It's, to be, it's the ability of being able to judge what's outside, how much area you've mm. got to mm. manoeuvre. Yeah. But I'm... Um, you drive to work, you use the same route every day, but there's a bit of space, isn't there, from like 9 o'clock in the morning to 9 o'clock the next morning. What about bus drivers? People who drive the same route. Yeah. I mean, they must do that route about, what, seven, eight times a day? I think so, but do they mix their routes? Or do they do the same no, route? No, they have the driver, the... Oh, my good lord. Sometimes yeah, you see the, the exchange of the driver, don't you? So yeah. you actually see a bus driver waiting at a bus stop. Yeah, which is always a weird sign. That's always a weird sign. <laughs> like a bus driver, yeah, all yeah, kitted yeah. out, ready, yeah. Why is that bus driver waiting at a bus stop? That's the very definition yeah. of a busman's holiday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, get out there, see things, and um, I mean, if you car share, and then you're talking to someone, it's all all about making the experience less monotonous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember in my first year of teaching. In fact, I I wrote about this. You know how we write in our little book. Hmm. With how are we doing with that anyway? Have we written any more chapters for our book? Uh, not not for a while. I'm working on one, but I'm still writing. What a chapter! Yeah. Writer's block. Right, yeah. We had like a year's yeah. year long writer's block. But anyway, yeah. last summer, I wrote uh, for the book. Yeah. Uh, you know, when you think you've got all the time in the world, and you're trying to be a bit new age and and take it and be a bit more green. Mm. In my first year of teaching, I went for a, I walked to work. And I was convinced it wouldn't take me that long. <laughs> it was the end of the school year, so everything was just a lot more chill. Yeah. And I remember walking, mm. and then 
realizing that I was nowhere going to make it on time to work, so mm. I started trying to run, and it was a really hot day, <laughs> and I'd eaten a lot of the food the night before. Mm. Anyway, I had to embarrassingly ring work and say, I'm going to be really late. <laughs> I'm so sorry, I thought I could walk <laughs> in and get in on time, and the, and the guy on the phone was like, okay, <laughs> I'll see you, I'll see <laughs> you, you get in. But anyway, when I saw him, I just at, when I rang work, I just at that point saw a taxi, yeah. and I managed to flag it down, New York style, mm. and uh, uh, he stopped. And I go, oh, school, step on it. I'm late. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I managed to get to school. Mm. And I wasn't actually that late. And I remember getting to school because I'd been walking and running and I was so hot and eating so much. <laughs> I was really dizzy. Yeah. And then uh, my class came in, my form came in. Mm. And I remember there's one kid just looking at me. <laughs> and you know, when someone looks at you and they think that, sir's not right, sir doesn't yeah. look right. And I said, Don, what's wrong? Why do you keep looking at me like that? He goes, nothing, sir, it's fine. I go, okay, that's fine. Can you keep reading your book then? And then I could see spots in front of me. And then I looked up again and the kid was still looking at yeah. me like a look of horror on his face. And then that was it. Yeah. He, well, you fainted. I didn't faint. I threw up. Did you? But in the class. Yeah, in the class. Oh I managed to like, God. at that point, I said, Dom, stop looking at me. Yeah. Kids, go into, go into Mrs. Smith's room. I'll, I'll be in. in <laughs> and so I think one kid saw me like yeah. throw up into a bin. Mm. So... That, that wasn't very good, yeah. Buster. I mean, normally you were able to control these uh, things. You know it's coming. Yeah, uh, I, you know what? Yeah. That threw me. That completely yeah. threw me. Mm -hmm. But it was the fact that I'd, I just remember it thinking, ah, oh, yeah, I've got all the time in the world. It'd be nice to walk to work. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know when you judge a distance? Yes. I completely misjudged that distance. Misjudged yeah. it. Like Victory Road, basically. Mm. You know where Victory yeah, Road yeah, is. Yeah. That's a it's long, a long yeah. yeah, you're quite right. I suppose you do that less now, though, because you run everywhere, don't you? Well, I think that was a problem because mm. I'm used to running places. Mm. Yeah, Buzz could have ran if he yeah. stumbled if, if, full of kebab for the if, if I'd known that I was running it, I, I must have thought that my walking time would be my running time. Yeah. But I just misjudged it so badly. Mm. And I remember wearing Toms as well, yeah. which are the shittest shoes to walk in. <laughs> yeah. And I remember everything was against me. I was like, why am I wearing the worst yes. shoes? Yeah. Why, have I, why did I eat so much the night yeah. before? Why, am I, why is it such a hot day? And then, oh. Toms oh. are bad. They're, they're, they're like the kind of shoes that even if there's like a tiny pebble, it just feels like you've stepped on like a, yeah. a big rusty nail yeah. or something like that. I can't see the point of shoes like that. What's yeah. the point? The, mm -hmm. the whole point of shoes is to protect your soles, yeah. basically. But don't know that for your walking bus. No, I'm just walking. Just calculate the distance a bit better. Oh, I felt so embarrassed. I just mm. such an idiot. Or maybe drive part of the way and walk the rest of the way. This is a man who can run London Marathon, but he can't walk a few yards to the school. I can't. And stairs do it for me as well. I can't do stairs. No, that is interesting because I always get worried. When I reach the top of the stairs, even the two or three flights, yeah. I'm totally breathless. I can't talk to anybody. I have to no, wait a few minutes before I can get the breath back. Yeah. Uh, but you are very fit. I didn't think that would affect you. No, stairs. I've got to... Because there's... Uh, my department's... Uh, one of the classrooms is right at the top floor. Yes. There's only three flights of stairs. And I always run up to go and say, say something to them or like let them know about a work-related mm. thing. And I have to say, just give me a second. <laughs> yeah. I'm catch my breath. I think it must be the air is thinner. Uh, no, it's, it's, it's a different, I suppose, it's different steps. Yeah. Quite yeah. energetic thing, isn't it? Yeah. You're moving horizontally as well as yeah. vertically. <laughs> it's climbing, isn't it? We, don't, climbing. All, we don't climb things regularly no, in our true. lives. No. But yeah. So, uh, just a uh, final point that I want to make, well, one of the points, uh, is transportation in the future. How do you think? Do you think we'll still be relying on cars? 
or will there be some miraculous invention? Dad, you, as an energy man, you do you know anything? I don't know anything, but I would love to. I'll tell you what my fantasy is. To wear one of these suits that will that will fly me to work. A flying oh, right. suit? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Iron Man? Yeah, there is something available already, isn't it? Not commercially. No. Is it? A yeah. jetpack? Yeah, yeah a jetpack. Yeah. yeah, that would be cool. So you're thinking more about air travel, aren't you, and, and things. Let's let's think really outside the box here. Let's think, is there a way of just... You mean transporter? Really? Yeah, yeah transporter. Or making you think that you're in a different place. Well, a virtual reality. Yeah. Ah, yeah. See, this is one of the things I was thinking. You know, I went to Spain recently. Yes, yes, yes. And I was in the airplane, Ohio. And I was thinking, hang on, is that plane actually moving forward? Or does it just go up there and then the earth just turns so that Spain is underneath the plane? <laughs> yeah, nobody's proved it. Because the Earth is turning whilst you're up there, isn't yeah. it? But it doesn't stay up there that long for mm. it to do 360 yeah. degrees to, to, for you to reach there. It only takes two hours. Two exactly, hours. yes. So that theory doesn't work. Yeah. That theory doesn't work for so many reasons. <laughs> if that was happening for everyone, mm. then the world would just constantly be like shifting and turning for everyone. Like every single plane that went up at that point yes. would have to shift and turn for everyone. Yeah. For people who no, are no, traveling, no, no, the, no, 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 are traveling in the direction where the Earth isn't turning, like say America, yeah, yeah, it would have to actually no, the no. plane would have to move to America. But what about places where the direction of the Earth's orbit is already where you're going anyway? <laughs> I, I can see where it was coming from. Yeah. Theory, no, listen. If you were the Earth is round and uh, Britain's here and Spain is over there, yeah. yes, you're giving this way too. No, much. no, okay. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. So if you can elevate yourself above enough yeah. and yes. then just suspend yourself there and wait until Spain gets to this round yeah. and then, and then you come down, down again. again. Yeah. Okay, but in terms of like how long would that take? That would take a year, wouldn't it? Because no, that, it won't that, take no, a year. No, it'll, no. Take, it'll take 45, uh, 24 hours. Yeah. No, 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 no. That's the Earth. That's the Earth. Spinning yeah, well, in relative terms, a portion yeah, of 24 yeah. hours, whatever it is, yeah. I don't know. No, We've no, gone no. way off topic here, but it's an interesting thing. <laughs> and it brings me to the point, like, I think way into the future, way, way, way into the future, it won't be a case of humans moving from A to B. It'll be A moving towards the yes. human, or B moving towards the human. I think before that happens, we'll have um, wormholes or some yes, sort of transportation type thing. thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Particle type. Well, but that would work if the movement was just linear. I'm still thinking about it. Yeah. But say if, if it's, it's, a, diagrams. it's a puzzler, isn't it? Yeah, it's a puzzler. Yeah. It's not really though. It's not going to happen. <laughs> so, yeah. If it was on a horizontal plane, then it wouldn't. You have to move yourself into that position mm. for it to meet you yeah. in that linear situation. Mm. If you know. What I mean. Oh my god. Because I'm terrible yeah. at stuff like that. People say, "Oh God, fly to America." Well, the flight to America is what four hours, but then America is six. Hours behind, so what in effect have you actually flown? Have you flown the oh, two I see hours? what you mean. Yeah, that yeah. does get confusing. That does get confusing, but um, yeah, we need to think long and hard about this kind of stuff. Yeah, you two do that. Yeah, physically, um, you forget about transporting yourself. Okay, in yeah, your mind just think closer that you to that, Omar, uh, working remotely or working from home. Mm. I know in most cases, probably you can't do in busted cases, you can't, you've got to interact with the pupils but even that i mean you could project your image couldn't you yeah um online or whatever so there's a classroom kids are there yeah well kids don't have to be because they can project their own images yeah classroom virtual classroom yeah Yeah. and everybody's at home yeah in front of the camera projecting their images into this focal point yeah Yeah. with a teacher as a as a um 
a virtual person yeah. standing there doing that. So and that could be, be done. There'd be no issue of like, where do I park my virtual self? Yeah, yeah, true. Because I can yeah. just park myself on like, anyway. Yeah. anyway yeah. yeah. So what about the thing where you have to do some practical work? Then that wouldn't work. No. Say somebody's got to fix a machine somewhere yes. and they've got to go yeah. there to do that. I mean, if you're working on an oil rig, you've got to go to that oil rig to do yeah. the yeah. stuff that they do in the oil rig. You know? But then you get robots to do that. Could you not? Mm. Yeah, I think you could. But then the, the robot could just do what that person's doing instead of that yeah. person's brain. Yeah, well, that's, yeah. perhaps yeah. we don't need humans at all. Yeah. Well, let's not broadcast that because I want to stay in a job. Yeah, don't talk to someone <laughs> out of an existence. <laughs> Yeah, the the only thing that you can't have a robot doing is podcasts, so we're all right. Yes. Because, yeah. But if you think about it, whilst we've been doing this podcast, we've moved. We moved, yeah. Mm. We're not in the same place we were when we started this podcast. That's deep. You mean moved as in, oh, what a brilliant piece of crap we've done, or moved well, as, as in, in moved some people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, moved. Moved. yeah, yeah brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Okay, on that note, I think. Yeah. <laughs> you want to be calling it today? Yeah. Thank you very much for listening, guys. If you've got any interesting travel stories, would you car share? Would you not car share? Has any, do any of you speed or break the law? Yeah. If you're a law operative listening and there's some evidence that you've got here against us, <laughs> please just ignore it. Yeah. yeah. This is all fabrication. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 it's thread of truth. Thanks a lot, guys. See you yeah. later. Thanks. Thank you. So that's another Siddiqui Ramblings wrapped up. Thank you very much for listening. If you'd love to get involved, uh, we'd absolutely love to hear from you. So that email address again is thesiddiquisgb at gmail.com. We're aiming to make this podcast a weekly episodic podcast and that can only be done through uh, reviews. So if you guys could review us, five star reviews on iTunes, that would be a massive, massive help to get the word out. So the more reviews, the better. Until next time, it's bye from Bassett Siddiqui. And it's bye from Sid Siddiqui. And it's bye from Umar Siddiqui. See ya.